money, baby, Hey, welcome back, y'all. We've got the fantastic foursome back for I Fantasize Daily week nine or ten or something. I don't know. I lose track. But but we're here. Um, Nick, Connor, McKinley. How are we doing tonight, boys? Ooh. Ooh. What's what's middle name? My middle name is Spencer. <clears throat> Mine. And I'm well, good. Y'all done messed <laughs> up. You should. I should have gone with Christopher then. Too funny. Here we are. Nick, Nick, how was your vacation? It was great. You know, I did some uh, self-reflecting, uh, some R and R, ready to rock. Come there back. You go. Nick's Nick's bringing the hammer this week. He's got all the all the goods. Um, we've got eleven games, y'all. A shit ton of news for a Thursday, I think. So let's go ahead and attack this. So first game, Pats at Carolina Panthers. Sounds like McCaffrey is going to be back this week, but we've got a forty-one point total. Pat's known to take out uh, the Panthers' best guy or the opposing team's best guy a lot of the times. McCaffrey is cheap, y'all. Is, is he a guy, if we get a full practice either today or tomorrow, is he a guy that we're actively looking to plug in there? Yeah, yeah I think so. You got it, Nick. I mean, McCaffrey's your <laughs> no, boy. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, he's If he plays, you play him. He's the cheapest you'll ever get him. I don't oh, care. Yeah. I, I, I get the Bill Belichick, take your – Best player away, but I mean, I don't don't matter. Well, it's hard. I mean, like he's got <laughs> so much floor on the pass game work he gets. I mean, it's like, what do you? I mean, you just, I don't know. It, it's hard to take a a, a twenty five touch dude completely out of the game. So, and I, I I don't know. I don't worry too much about guys coming off injury and stuff. I mean, if they play, they think they're good usually. Yeah. And, and the NFL has some hella drugs, so I'm not real. I don't get too like you know, I don't get too caught up in that. Like I mean, you get burned a couple times. Like I think Gronk had like those back spasms a week ago. You've had, um, you know, you've had some guys get pulled out this year. But I, I don't know. Just generally, I, when when guys come back, I'm you know, if they're ready to play, I'm ready to play them. Yeah, I think he was probably ready last week even, um, but they wanted to be even safer. I'm, I'm with you. I think he's he's probably going to be healthy. He's probably going to be way too damn cheap. Is he going to be owned? Is is he popping right now? I'm assuming. No, I, no, because they're not even projecting him right now. Most places aren't. They're just not sure yet. So he will be. I don't know. It's just it, it's too early to tell. Probably unless you're seeing him on on stuff, Nick. I don't know if you've got like ET. No, 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 I don't. I haven't pulled up. Or I'm not seeing him. I mean, I just wouldn't see him. I don't know. I'm not a good one to talk about McCaffrey. I just it's like there's still a lot of que- I mean, like you're just like sprinkling him in there. Like you're not going. I mean, you're talking about like having a, a lot of McCaffrey if he plays. I think my stance is uh, always overweight, so like, uh, don't ask me. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I think it, I think like, at that price, yeah, I think you. Uh, and it also depends on build, right? It, it very much depends on build and what games you're attacking. But yeah, I think I think at that price, you've got to be overweight on whatever the field is first game back at. Yeah, I mean, I think one decent point to make on him is probably one of the better plays on the slate. Price only a hundred bucks cheaper will be Austin Eckler this week with a um, 
what's their total? I, I think they're like 25, 25 and a half against Philadelphia at, at he's at 7.9 K. So I think if you get McCaffrey back, you know, a lot of it's going to split between those two, but like, as it's, as it stands right now, it's like, you've got two guys that are going to be good plays right at that, that 8k level. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where that, that shakes out if he's, um, if he's good to go, but I don't know, maybe between those two though, if we want to make a call, do y'all, do y'all have one there? I probably lean Eckler still. I'd be way, way over on Eckler there. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe we can get to him later, but just that if McCaffrey plays, that's probably your direct competition on. Well, that was something I was kind of holding back. Was just like, there's no. I mean, for me, there's no question. Like, it's. I mean, if I had to pick between that two, I'm a hundred percent Eckler. But yeah, I see it different. I never make McCaffrey right, so. I, I think D, I think DJ Moore. I think McCaffrey coming back might be very beneficial for DJ Moore at six four. Um, I think that could be really nice there too as a as a pivot. And not a pivot. I don't think they're either are gonna be popular, but I think it's a good play at that price. I like DJ Moore right there as well. I hope uh, they figure it out. I mean he had a touchdown. Is Don is Darnold sitting or is he, is he that's what I'm worried about. I don't know. I don't practice. With PJ yeah. Walker, I probably not gonna play him. Wasn't he kick us last week too? Yeah. <laughs> Or a re, you know, a re. Bro, we, a re this might be Darnold's last game. <laughs> Recast, yeah. We might be watch, re-watching his last game this week. Man, mm. poor guy. Well, when you, dude, he, he goes in just expecting hits, and they hit his ass. Like, he doesn't try to avoid it. So, he kind of deserves it. Um, what about the Patriots side? Anything sending out? I know they got two cheap tight ends who play a lot of snaps. I, I just want to – this is a fun stat I just saw today. Um, Jacoby Myers is about to break the receiving record. Uh, I think he's two yards away, three yards away from most receiving yards in that touchdown. He's, That's just a fun fact. It's got to happen. Like he's, almost, he's almost tripled the reception total or something. I think it's like anyone with 50, at least 50 receptions has had a touchdown. He's over 100. So, yeah, so crazy. <laughs> what a record to have. Well, I thought he caught one the other weekend, and then I was like, you know, red zone kind of messes you up. You don't really know where you're coming. You're coming in halfway in the conversation. I think it was a two-point conversion. So, I'm like, dude just can't catch a break. He has caught a two-point conversion now at this point in his career. So, I don't know. Maybe the next step is a touchdown. Do you yeah, all have – I guess so. while we're on the Patriots, I mean, <clears throat> it's never really changed under Belichick where running backs are – pretty tough to predict in that offense but I mean we've seen some pretty good games out of um out of Damian Harris and you know he didn't I I actually think he did get in the end zone last week but um you know he's had a touchdown or two at least in his last four games um doesn't get a ton of passing work but um I don't know. I, I'm not sure if y'all have any interest in him. I don't think he's going to be overly owned. I think he's going to come in less than 2%. And, you know, he's he's had some games where, you know, he's put up high 20s. So uh, it could be someone I'm looking at GPPs, but not not like a core play or anything, but is, is someone I'm interested in. Yeah, I mean, he's got five touchdowns in the last four games, and they're four-point favorite. So, I mean, it's like yeah. the way the game plays out. I mean, he's, he's getting the load. I mean, he had 23 carries last week. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I like Damian Harris. Are we uh are we going Robbie? No, Damn, no. I'm out, are we all out on that one? Like what's he I at? Can't do it, 4.5. Jesus. He'll hit this week, but I'm out. Yeah, this will be his week. 
mean, that's another one like we talked about last week was like, we were like, Darnold, I mean, he has it. Is he going to do it? And then he, I mean, he shit the bed. And the same with like DJ Moore didn't have a good game. And it's just like now I, it's the same point. I don't, I don't trust Darnold. And they're, I mean, they're not even looking his way at all. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do it. I'll play him when he's like three, nine. <laughs> Another two weeks. I'll be there. Yeah. Yep. All right. I think that's enough for a 41 point total to kick it off. Next game, Bills and Jags. Bills are favored by a little over two touchdowns. Uh, 48 and a half point total. I think, I think, I mean, somewhat decent news is, is James Robinson might be out. Um, I, I don't think it necessarily opens anything up on the Jags side, but I think it takes James Robinson away, which is a pretty, a pretty good floor play. Um, last week, the Bills ended up getting there late, very, very late. I, I think a lot of people who played Allen Diggs, those guys kind of got burnt until the fourth quarter, but are the Bills somebody we're attacking here with a, what, 20, 31-point total? I watched the Seahawks game last week against the Jags. Yeah. If you watched the Seahawks two weeks before that. Yeah, I'm playing some Bills, bro. I'm playing some Bills, bro. I mean, you went from a team that was anemic, anemic, and then all of a sudden you got – I don't even think with Russell Wilson that DK Metcalf and Tyler Lock could get there, but somehow they – with Geno against the, the Jags, they do. So, yeah, I'm real interested in this week. I mean – Honestly, probably a little bit more interested in Josh Allen above his receivers. Like, I'd rather play him and mix and match uh, if we're if we're talking Bills. Um, but but yeah, I like I like Stephon Diggs at his price. I like Beasley at his price. Probably a little bit more than Sanders. Those two are close. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'm going to have a lot of uh, Josh Allen stacks. I think 10% in GPPs is sort of a minimum this week for me. I think was Beasley banged up there like week four and five. Or like what? I mean, that kind of like scared people off. And I mean, I have always liked Beasley, but it's like what what happened there? Like, how do you go from thirteen four thirteen two two and then back to like nine thirteen? I mean, what was the same thing guess, with Sanders, bro? Sanders I guess there was a blowout. Week. Yeah, I mean, they won forty to nothing. I guess against just, Houston. Yeah, just game plan the way they go yeah, about. I mean, it. I like yeah. Just looking through that, it's just weird. Um, you know, interested? Yeah, go ahead, Nick. Um, I think really. Uh, it's so weird with the Bills. It's like they have a 31 point total, and, and it's like I don't, I don't want to play anybody besides Josh Allen. Um, you're still, is he, is he the highest? I think he's the most expensive. Um, I guess if you want to take like a dart throw, um, it's pretty clear he's been uh, ahead of the backfield 70-30, Zach Moss like five three. Um, the usage is there. I think it's fine if you want to get a little different in that game, especially if they're up big. Um, Josh Allen have to throw it around. I like Zach Moss, but I'm not. I don't think I'm going to try to pick between Dick Sanders and Beasley this week. Y'all can do it. I'm just going to play Josh Allen. You want to run back? Our boy Dan Arnold got there last weekend. Yeah, I like uh, Arnold, man. Yeah, I think I think he's still he's still probably. I don't know, probably slightly underpriced at, at three, four. Um, I mean, he's going to be owned. He's not a secret. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think that's just one where the, the pricing algorithm is going to take a couple weeks to get to get calibrated on him. So, I think he's a good price value. I'm not sure he's a good ownership value right now. But, um, you know, maybe in some bill stacks, you know, if you just want to correlate a tight end, he's a, he's a decent play there from the, from the Jags. 
Yeah, I mean, game script-wise, they got worked last week, and he had 10 targets. So, I mean, same thing this week. Like, they're going to get worked. I like it. I mean, he's cheap. Second high zone tight end coming in. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he good price play. I'm not sure good good ownership play. Yeah. Who's James Robinson back up? The Dolphins, any any you know Waddle, Sticky, any of those guys bounce back in the last week it was a pretty pretty low week. Other than Devontae Parker, who man, Devontae Parker looked good last week. Five three, I think he's got upside at that price again. Yeah, I agree. Zach Moss does. You've jumped ahead. Wait. We, we do hey, we've Miami. all been there before. Let's, <laughs> let's not. Uh-uh. You went ahead of game, Hunter. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> I did the same thing with did he not? Did he not get traded? Same color. It's because they're the same colors. Yeah, I feel you there. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. problematic. It's same, same, divi- same or, state. Uh, division, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody else for the Jags? <laughs> Arnold's it for me. Yeah. Who wait? Who's Robinson's backup? Carlos Hyde. Jesus. Hyde and Ogan. How do you say it? Ogan Ballway. <laughs> oh, hey, let me get on the Denver game because I've nailed it. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, whatever happened to TJ Yeldon? Where is he at? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with TJ Hushmanzada there. All right, Texans, Dolphins, 46-point total. Dolphins favored pretty well to see by five and a half. Um, oh, you, got it, you got it, Hunter. Hunter, you got it. So, I tell you what, I ran the op- – I always just always run the optimals and the rolls, and I said just say, if I spend 50K, what's it look like? And on Daily Roto, um, Tua, Miles Gaskin, Parker, Waddle, and Gusecki in one lineup. So I think it is because they're just so underpriced. I think the algorithm is. Uh, we'll get into this later. I think it's similar with Dallas. I didn't like it. Um, so apparently these guys are just way underpriced for their um, projections. So, yeah, really, I guess if you want to play any of these guys, it, I, I understand. I, I hear it as soon as I said it. But they're playing Houston at home. That's why it is, and they're underpriced. Y'all discussed. I mean, Tua is one of my favorite quarterback plays this week. So, I mean, if I'm picking between him and Waddle, or like Parker and Waddle, like I'm leaning Parker just based off what last week. But at the same time, Waddle still had 12 targets. Um, and he runs a 4-3. Like, I think yeah, people get because like, he has a low A dot, but he's also runs a And obviously, I mean, Parker's coming in higher own than Waddle, right? Pretty significantly, I believe. I don't know what Waddle's at. I know Parker was like. Uh, well, Waddle's. I think it's flip-flop. I got, I got Waddle higher. Oh, I had Parker, Parker this week. Eleventh. Uh, it could be. I mean, you got it. It's early. Uh, it's it's early for ownership. Either way, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I like two a lot. I think two is. I mean, as far as from a fantasy standpoint, I mean, he, he looks good. He played Buffalo last week and had sixteen. So I mean, like that's kind of the floor. But against a bad Houston team, I, I think two a two gets there for sure. Is Tyrod back this week? Is that the assumption? I hope so. Yeah, they are projecting him to play. Yeah, so what's what's terms. what's weird about that to me is like Tyrod isn't like I'm not necessarily sure he's the one that comes in and like all of a sudden Houston's put back together and they score a lot of points, but I do think he probably is just more a 
sort of in a Teddy Bridge sort of way. He's he's a game manager where there's you know there's not going to be many turnovers, but you know I think there's just longer sustained drives. Like the total kind of threw me off a little bit with him back. Um, but to Nick's point, I think from a median perspective, a lot of these guys project well for Miami from a price because they're. Um, you know, they've got a they've got a 26 implied team total from Vegas, but their upside, I'm just I don't know. I, I lean to the the fact that I think a couple guys get there from a from a value standpoint, but I'm not sure anybody like breaks the slate from Miami. Um so if they're gonna come in highly owned, I'm 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 good to fade them somewhat this week in GPPs. Like I think they're all gonna be highly owned. I think all of them really at their respective positions are gonna be high, maybe not the receivers as much. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just, just with Tyrod back, it just gives me pause that I, I just don't think this is a, this is like, you know, Davis Mills is going to go three and out every other drive or throw interceptions where the other team gets short field. So, you know, I, I'm a little bit scared off by the game environment, I think. Yeah, actually, I think Tyrod back at 5k not only helps the game environment, but I think he's in play there. Um, a, a quarterback with a rushing floor at 5k with I mean, man, he's got one weapon, really. It's, it's a pretty easy stack option. I think you can play him naked if it makes sense to, to get a low, a low quarterback in there, but I'm not even mad at playing Tyrod. Yeah, uh, my my computer restarted. Uh, he has both rushing TDs in both of his starts. Uh, he's played well. Uh, are you playing him with um, Cooks? I didn't hear that or no. Man, I, I said I'm fine. I think it's a pretty clear stack if you want to, but I don't think you have to by any means. Just every fucking week with him, man. Jeez. I don't know what it is. It's like he they keep he's always in the optimal because they keep projecting him at like 18 points, 17 points with Cooks. And I guess he's been hitting. I haven't looked, but the the total for the total has got to be a big piece for pricing because the Houston's already always has such a low total and Cooks always is like that five seven to six one range. Yeah. And so I think that they just basically don't give him a touchdown. And so he's always in that very, very low to mid, mid range. That's my guess. I mean, I think he, he had a good game last week because he got in the end zone. But look at his first couple of weeks with Tyrod. Like he was like a top, a top two or three receiver with Tyrod, right? Yeah. I mean, like that, obviously it made a huge difference when the quarterback changed. So I mean, I, how dare well, you quiz me on week one? <laughs> what? We don't what even know what week it is, Chaz. It's next play, next snap. That's all we're looking forward to. No, I'm just kidding. Next slate. What did y'all say ownership <laughs> on uh, Cooks was? Oh, I think he's pretty uh, chalky, ain't he? Low. Brand. No, I, got, no. I got Cooks at low. I don't know what y'all are looking at. I got, I got him at like 15%, like the okay. 10th, 12th. Okay, well, I've got him at one burn, so what the fuck? I don't know what I'm looking at right here. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of early in the it, week. Yeah, I know. Anyways, especially when we don't know what QBs are in, so – yeah, the yeah best I think he's going to be popular. Is... I don't think he's going to be 1%, but I don't think he's going to be like 20. So I think he's going to come in mid-teens. I think he'll be stained a little bit with uh, Terod playing. Yeah, Terod. Thank you, Nick. That's a little charger. That's a little charger at home yeah, no. there. And a fun fact, uh, sorry to get off track, but I randomly, the very first time I ever won money in DraftKings is I randomly correlated um, Terod Taylor with the backup Bills running back who played behind LaShawn McCoy, anyways, one money, so it always kind of just sticks in my brain. And that's where the uh, money pit has started. Yeah. <laughs> that, it was that game. I got to Google that guy. Was it that dude from West Virginia? 
No, he's a yeah. something. No, oh, who, I, who I, I forget. For the Bills. The yeah, Bills he's back, now. He's the backup running back. Is Lashawn McCoy's out? Ah, he's like Le'Veon Bell's backup. And don't let's not spend too much time on us. All right. Next game, Falcons Saints divisional matchup here. The totals dropped y'all like nine points, which is pretty nuts. But um, in the in the dome indoors, sounds like Taysom Hill is going to be back as the starting quarterback after Jameis got hurt. Falcons are going to be without Ridley. Man, it, it's not going to surprise me here if this game goes under 42 after looking at it and just talking about it out loud just now. But um, maybe there's some pieces that are, are sticking out to you guys. I mean, I don't Taysom. know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Taysom's obviously I – mean, he's going to be chalky too, but I, that's really it for me. I mean, I think obviously the receivers – I mean, they weren't great with Jameis. And now with uh, – I mean, I think less of the passer. Like, I, I don't know as far as that side goes. Camara, I don't – do y'all know what the history was when Taysom started Camara? Uh, so, they're very uh, negatively correlated. Um, that's a bad – that's like a big deal. It's kind of a decision point. Um, I, I'm glad we're talking about it. It's a decision point in the slate, really, is are you playing Taysom Hill at uh, – what is he, 5-4? 5-3, 5-4. 5 I mean, when he plays, he's got a 10 rush floor. So, it's like he's that weird guy that you play him fucking tight end. We can play him a quarterback. So if you can't, I don't think you can play both of them. I think if you play, I'd have a rule in my little lineup builder that excludes them. Um, I just didn't know, like, if there's a history of him, like, dumping it down a lot or if he no, just it's, runs. It's, it's that. Yeah, it's the total opposite. Like, he yeah. does not, like, Camara does not get there when, when Hill plays typically. Yeah. Then, I mean, at that point, I for sure, I mean, it'd be Hill naked for me. I mean, I don't, That's I mean, so we, I like both. Yeah. You just got picked. Yeah, you can't play them both, and you get some leverage if you go AK. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I don't like them together. Do are we for sure? We think is it projected that, that Hill's going to get most of the snaps, like, or is it just like they're guessing at game plans right now? Like, because if it's something where it's like like Simeon came in last week, I mean, I know it's the Bucks, and we said that that's hard to run against, but like, I don't know if it's a 50-50 split. I'd love to if if people are thinking Taysom Hill's going to play the other game, the whole game, so that's killing. Kamara's projection and ownership, I'd, I'd love to play him if that's unknown. Um, and especially since this is a 1 p.m. game. So, I don't know. I, I'd have some interest in in Kamara if it's sort of unknown this week on on Taysom Hill. I think it's definitely unknown. I think the, the scary piece with Taysom is that just his red zone usage. Like, I think it's a, it's a coin flip. Who gets the ball, you know, the 10-yard line, 5-yard line. It's going to be Kamara or Taysom, but who gets two touchdowns? Are they going to bring in Mark Ingram? I was so frustrated last week watching Mark Ingram, his first game with the Saints, get like red zone looks over Kamara. I was just like, what are y'all doing? And so I, I don't know if that's a game I'm going to play this week. I think I'm going to stay away from the Saints altogether and just let two touchdown Taysom beat me if it, if it happens. Well, I do yeah. think there's a, lot, there's a lot of value uh, on Atlanta. I mean, you guys playing, you going back to Russell Cage. Uh, it's 4 9. Oh no, they're not projected him well. I, just, no, I mean the only the other would be Tajay Sharp, maybe. I don't know. I mean, uh, targets, but I don't I mean I like him more than uh, Gage. Gage didn't have a point last week, did he? Like, well, it's it's no, gonna be like four percent. No, no. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, if anything, it might be Pitts, I but I don't like that much either. I don't know. But at the same time, Matt Ryan was my favorite quarterback last week and he just shit the bed. So I mean what like you think he has a 
bounce back spot here at all? I mean, like as far as like the receiver, not I'm not playing Matt Ryan, but you got to think he's not going to yeah. have that shitty a game, which means somebody's going to do something, right? I, I, I just a, I don't like the total. I don't like the yeah. prices on these guys. He's an away quarterback on a 17 point. Yeah. Total. Yeah. No, I don't. Matt Ryan. Without honestly, boys, uh, you know what time it is. He keeps getting lower. The the the, the pricing. For Cordell versus Mike Davis, I'm just saying it's getting even crazier. Mike, you ready to play Big Mike? Is that are they not? That's what I'm saying. I think Cordell, hey man, like you keep guessing his touchdowns, y'all keep doing it. I'm just gonna take fat boy points, and I think Cordell's gonna be (laughs) running more wide receiver now in narrative street. I don't, I don't hate it. I just don't know if it's this week for me. Bro, his, I'm telling you, bro, it's a floor of eight, ceiling of twelve, bro. Can't ask for more over there, like four (laughs) seconds. Can ask for more force. I think he's probably a cash play. Mike Davis? Four seven. I, like, I don't like if, if it's like believe. a last piece. If you like everything but one running back spot and you have four seven, right. like, I would feel fucking, good about it. No, if you break two spots in cash, you're fine. You're good. <laughs> Damn. I can't believe I get on this podcast like three of the nine weeks and say, yeah, Mike Davis, man. <laughs> hey, at least you haven't been on every week talking about Odell and Robbie. <laughs> I played a little Rob last week. All right, is that enough for this shit show of a game that's going to happen? Shout out is it going to surprise you guys if you get up. on red zone and at like one forty-five, it's like in the Falcon Saints are at halftime and everybody else is just starting the second quarter, <laughs> just because no, they've all ran yeah. like three running plays every play for like good gosh, that it's going to be ugly. All right, I think they're the next game y'all could end up being. A really, really nice game. I don't know if everybody else is feeling it too, but Broncos, Cowboys, 49 and a half. Cowboys favored by 10. Um, I think something to notice, which I, I don't know if y'all saw, but CeeDee Lamb apparently didn't practice today out of nowhere with the ankle injury. It, I think he probably plays as of now. I don't think that's anything to worry about, but just something to note. But um, Noah Fant out on the Broncos, I think, is actually a pretty big deal. I think it's a lot of targets up. Um, and also kind of opens up a cheap tight end there who's shown to be a very formidable tight end. So I think there's a lot of pieces here to touch on. Um, who, I guess, is this a game stack? Is this, are we playing one-offs? How, how are we approaching this game? Uh, I think if you're, if you're interested in Denver, game stack it. Otherwise, I think the Cowboy pieces um, could could stand alone on their own. Um, I, now they're going to be owned, but I think they project as as more solid plays, maybe outside of Alberto. I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, I, I think the way, I think the way for you guys who see in colors and me who see in, in numbers, uh, if, if you do like Denver, I, I like a game stack here, just just given that. The Cowboys are, are good pairings. They they project well. And I think for the Denver guys to get there, that game environment has to kind of pop off for them. So, um, you know, that that results in both Denver and Cowboys scoring points. So I like, I like game stack there. But I, with this 10-point total, could see the Cowboys running away with it. So if you have Cowboys, don't think you necessarily need you need Denver. I don't know if you guys got thoughts on that. Why are they priced so bad? Why is Dallas priced so bad? They played the – I think they just played the late game on Sunday. Zeke 7K. Amari Cooper is going to be probably the chalkiest receiver at 57. 
It's just weird. Dax is six nine. I like this guy. I'd stack it any way you want, really. Sutton, Akui Boone. You said you got Akui Boonham. He's gonna be the chalkiest tight end right right now at twenty six k. He's gonna be like seriously. He's gonna be the chalkiest tight end. Uh, so you need to keep that in mind. Um, really, I like any Dax. It's like Teddy Bridgewater. I like all of them. Yeah, I like, like all Teddy the dudes. This week. When he like all the dudes. When he's forced to throw the ball, like he puts up fantasy points, and I mean they're ten point underdogs, which means he's gonna have to throw the ball. So I don't can't count how many times I've played Teddy B, but if I'm gonna play him, I like him this week. Plus he can run. Plus his stacking options, like Connor said, are pretty nice. I I, I like double stacking Broncos here. I think Bridgewater, Sutton, Judy is pretty sexy. Um, if you can't get one of those receivers dropping down to Albert O, I mean he's he lo- he looks his way in the red zone with Noah Fant, and now Noah Fant's not in. So. Man, I, I, I like this game a lot. I don't – man, Cooper and his injuries just piss me off. And so, like, if Cooper's going to be chalky at 5'7", I get it. He can break the slate very quickly. But dude literally gets hurt every game. And, like, all it takes is one to hurt him just a little bit too much, and he's not going to come back in. He's he's already been limited with his hamstring this week. I just I think that's one that scares me, especially if he's going to be popular. I think Amari Cooper has – a permanent hamstring injury that he just re-aggravates or it's okay. Um, he's going to be chalky, but I am going to fade the fuck out of him in tournaments because I hate playing him. I hate it. It takes years off my life <laughs> playing him every single time. I played him in cash, got burnt, played him in tournaments, got burnt, played him in cash, didn't play him. Fuck him. Y'all can play him. Yeah, I think if uh, yeah. I, I think if you do have a, a limited – CD, he's going to get pretty gassed. But the Cowboys actually don't have a, a very high pass rate over expectation. So, you know, I, I, I'm not sure it's like it's like some of these other teams where we know they're going to throw the ball 40 times guaranteed. So, yeah, I, I, I think a fade isn't isn't a, a bad idea. And I'm glad Hunter mentioned him. I don't, I don't think we touched on him specifically, but Jarek Judy at 5K I think is a um, – is a good option. This this dude was considered the number one option in this offense before the year, um, and I think he's he's still kind of flying under that radar. Uh, but if he's healthy, I like I like him there as well. So th- this is a legit question because I have no idea. Does Von Miller first off has he been playing? Second off, is him gone a pretty big deal for anybody here? I mean, he was the um, leader and probably best player on the defense, right? Like I, I don't know. I, would, I really don't. Know. I, I don't know. This is. I take it how you will, but I'm pretty sure the the Rams got him for nine point one million dollars, and um, the Broncos paid nine million of that. So they didn't want him. I, if I'm reading between the lines, yeah. So he was washed. So it's not going to be. It could be an upgrade. No, I'm or, you know, that, but. you know what? So the thing was actually you're going to go down Narrative Street, or not Narrative Street, just like going Barstool or something. Like I don't know. He was having some party. And he, like, threw a Halloween party, and uh, he tried to get – he's, like, Venmoing people. It was, like, a six-figure party. He's, like, Venmoing people to get, like, some money back if they showed up. And it's, like, caused a ripple through the locker room. And apparently they – I don't know. I don't – They were, just, they were I thought, mad. I just thought it was a get, funny story. They were mad because they didn't get invited. Right, so. They didn't <laughs> get the Venmo. Yeah. Hey, I think I think you can actually – so the Cowboys are kind of like the Chiefs to me. 
where, you know, you're feeling pretty good and then they get to the red zone and Dalton Schultz gets a touchdown and then the next drive, Blake Jarwin gets a touchdown and then they're going to swing Tony Pollard out. I actually think you can go Broncos here with no Cowboys and get real weird. Who are you playing more of between Zeke and Cooper? Uh, Cooper, Amari. Because, I mean, they're both like the top. I mean, Zeke's like the number one like owner or owned running back and Cooper's I see it like second, first or second. Like do you pick one there? Like or do you just like you're saying you're taking leverage on the Denver side? Well, I don't think I'll play any Zeke, to be honest. That's a guy I just never get to. Um I'll probably play a little bit of Amari, but not a lot. So typically at cash, obviously, I mean you like you want to have some of those higher percentage guys. I don't know. So you're you would lead Amari there over I mean, are you all thinking like yeah, Zeke you've got to have in cash or what? How do you yeah, feel? Yeah, if you're talking that? cash, I, I would have Amari pretty decently higher. Just given the price, CD's out, Zeke splits, there's going to be guys 900 to 1,000 above him that are better plays and better values will be below him. So, yeah, probably Amari yeah. For, for that. <clears throat> All right. I think that's a fun game to target. I think there's some some interesting ways to do it. I'm also very excited for this next game, y'all. Um, Vikings at Ravens. Um, Ravens by six, 49 and a half point total here. I think there are so many, so many good plays here. Um, who, who wants to kick it off? Who, who wants to take the reins? Got it, man. You're, so, you're willing to so, go with it, yeah. So, okay, perfect. So, I think the Ravens push the Vikings enough here, a.k.a. not Cooper Rush, where the Vikings have got to keep up and throw the ball. And so, I think pretty much every skill player on the Vikings is back in play here. And then Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown stand out like sore thumbs to me um, in this game. I mean, if Cooper Rush can get to the Vikings and Marquise Brown is just – I don't know what he's projecting this week, but if he's going to be – in fact, I don't even really give, think I give a shit what he's projected. Like, at 5'9", the way they're using him this year and targeting him, I think he is just an incredible play against a Vikings defense that is slow and gives up big plays. When we saw Cedric Wilson, CD, and Amari do it last week, again, with Cooper Rush, I'm not trying to shit on Cooper Rush. He had an awesome first game as a start in the NFL, but now we're talking about guys who've been doing it for a long time. And I just – I think they are in an incredible spot against the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, you got to scroll down pretty far to find Hollywood on the ownership. I mean, not like way down, but I mean, he's not like what top twenty, maybe, or if not less than that, is what I have at least. So yeah, we I mean, had fourteen targets last game. Like I said, I mean, I think they're gonna be able to push it out. I like Hollywood a lot. I've never hit him right ever, but surely at some point it will happen. And I think this is a good spot that it could. So Lamar's come in as the highest owned QB, rightly so. Seven three. Um, they at home. Yeah. yeah. Um, very healthy point total. Like you said, Minnesota struggle. Um, yeah. No, I, you guys. I thought I was going to, but you guys nailed it. I really like uh, Brown at that spot as well. Um, you can always play Mark Andrews. Um, stack those guys. It's pretty consolidated. I like Brown. Nobody's going to play him. He's a little expensive, not relatively, but. <clears throat> I mean, there's some guys around that um, price point you might want to play over him, but I, I think you're going to get him at a really low ownership with some high upside. I really do like him on that side. Uh, Y'all playing in Dalvin Cook? Like, what's yes. Up? Yeah, I like Dalvin Cook a lot. Why? 
The same I mean, reason you like him every week. Yeah, I mean, we were playing him last year. At, well, he got up to, I don't know, 9K at least. I mean, he was like the McCaffrey price to, at times. Mm-hmm. And if y'all are considering McCaffrey at 8K, <laughs> don't know what his health situation is. I'm all over Dalvin Cook at 7-7. Yeah, but uh, well, I just don't – I haven't seen it from Dalvin yet. I, I just Okay, actually, no, I actually take this back. Um, he's had some tough matchups. I was looking at his game log. Played some good rushing defenses. Uh, he still popped over 25 points once, 20 points once. Um, but I do think his it's softening it up. Um, actually, no, the Baltimore's good. Y'all go ahead and play him. I'm good. Yeah, I do I think he's, think he's bound cake. to pop, but I, I don't think it's a cake matchup by any means. But I mean, 80, 90% Dalvin with, with passing game work and red zone work and a 50-point total, uh, I like. Yeah. I'm just I not sure we've ever been asked why before on any of these stakes. <laughs> just funny. It was the first time ever. I was like, wait, why? Uh, <laughs> just play maybe devil's advocate a little bit on this game. I, I I don't disagree with anything said. I just think a little bit, like if I'm, I'm looking here at projected just – just as far as pace and script, I think this will be probably one of the slower games this this week, just given the way that Baltimore plays. They're, they're slow pace, and they, they lean um, heavily on the run, obviously, with Lamar. Um, now, Minnesota plays fast and leans pass, so I think, you know, th- this game to me has a wider range of outcomes that I think is uh, worth probably taking advantage I do just think there's a little tributary it can get into where, you know, Baltimore gets a lead, slows it down. You've got cats like Latavius Murray and um, who, who's even the second running back? Who scored? There was like two Lever guys. Lev or Devontae, isn't it? But yeah, Latavius it's like Bell, Latavius or Le'Veon, like get get rushing TDs. And like, you know, there there is a way this can go south. But I also I just think the range on this game is very high, but it's – it's I do think there is a downside here. So just just to maybe temper a little bit is I think we don't want to get too exuberant just given that, um, you know, if Baltimore kind of runs away with this at home. I think you get maybe generally the the game kind of underperforming from a fantasy standpoint. So I would just, you know, consider that, too, as well. I mean, I, mean, I think all these guys are are fun to play and have good ceilings. But um, I do think there's, you know, some downside in in the range of outcomes we have on the on the overall game. I think Thielen might be my favorite play on the Minnesota side, but I think – do y'all like Thielen at all? I think Jefferson's – I mean, Price obviously – I mean, he's like, what, 600 more? But, yeah. I mean, Thielen's been getting his targets. and I, I don't know what was up with Jefferson last week. I mean, he got – I guess he got a little bit of the Diggs treatment, right? Was that who was on him most of the time? Yeah. Oh, they just ran. They just they played stupid fucking offense. No, I mean it was a little concerning him getting four targets last week, but I mean that's a one game sample size from what he has been doing. If they're behind, but it was Kirk Cousins prom time. That's what it was. Uh, man, I prefer man. I just I prefer Jefferson even at that price hike. Me too. Um, Conklin. None of these guys are owned. Yeah, these guys are gonna be owned. And Conklin, hey man, we don't talk about him because it's boring because he's tight end, but. Dude needs at least consideration. I agree. I think Hong is a good play. Um, I think we touched on pretty much every piece there. 
Uh, next game, Browns at Bengals. Bengals by two and a half with a 47-point total. Sounds like OBJ will not be playing this game, which affects nothing. So, Browns-Bengals. Do Bengals bounce back last week after getting whooped by the Jets? I have absolutely the no take on this game. Dude, I love so many pieces from this game. <laughs> I like some. I don't, you like a lot. Take over. I think Hunter's a Browns fan. Yeah. So I like a lot, but it's weird. I like a lot, but I don't really like either quarterback. But I think pricing wise, there's a lot of plays you've got to consider here. One, Nick Chubb. I think he's he's at that price that's really, really sexy for what he can do. Um, again, and I think it's a pretty good matchup. I think Landry saw last week he got back to being the guy. Um, his snaps went up, targets went up. He's at 5K. That's a damn good price for Landry, who Baker loves. And then the Bengals side, Higgins is too cheap again. I know he's been too cheap for a while, but I don't think anything changes there. And then – Jamar Chase at 7,600, I think, is a, is a really, really good GPP play who I'll, who I'll have pieces of again. It is getting to the point with, like, Jamar. It's like, do you just play him till the wheels fall off at that point. Yeah, he's a machine. I like, um, I like a little bit of mixing this week, too. Um, He's coming in, I don't know, maybe fairly owned. I'm showing him at like 12%. Um, He projects well. I actually think he projects the best in the game. Um, So if we're looking at pieces, I I don't know. I just think people are somewhat enamored with this, uh, the Bengals passing attack. And I think uh, Joe Mixon is is somewhat going to fly under the radar in this one. And I think just given his price tag, it's you know, at seventy-one, I don't I don't think he's going to blow anyway anyone away from just uh, a value perspective when they look at him. But um, you know, over his last three games, outside of playing at Baltimore, which is a good defense, I mean, he scored over twenty-five twice, and you know, he's had another game at twenty-eight this year. So I think he's got some potential upside. Uh, as well, in addition to some of these pieces we got, we we've mentioned, and it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't mention that that T Higgins is is still the play in the um, Bengals passing attack, but results are yet yet to prove out. So, um, but I, I'll have a little bit of him this week. I think he's going to be somewhat chalky. He's been chalky every week. He's just not necessarily gotten there. So I'm I'm surprised to see him probably this this high owned at at 22. percent I've been riding that train with you, I and mean, it's like, I mean, didn't Boyd still touchdown last week? That could have, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's been getting there. He's getting like mid-teens. It's just, yeah. I mean, where's like, that thirty points in the end zone? Like that's a different story. I mean, I, I think he's still way too cheap. And like you said, the difference in the pricing from fifty-three to seventy-six between those two, like yeah. it's, it's yeah. a no-brainer for me. Because I, I mean, not that Chase sitting, you know, obviously been the dude, but I mean, you could still give me T Higgins at double-digit targets at you know, 2,300 less. Like, yeah, I'm definitely leaning Higgins between those two. Uh, boys, you know, uh, Jarvis Landry over there is 5,100. It's coming in on some other chip I'm looking at. Yeah, I like like me some juice. 10 targets that game. Ain't nobody making a mixtape of him being wide open and, like, Baker missing him. <laughs> and maybe now that, like, Odell's out of the picture, it can be, like, juice is, like, 
the alpha. I mean, not that I, I think he's still a better receiver than Odell. I think that's Austin awesome Hooper, but okay. But I'm saying I think that Odell – I mean, uh, w- without Odell, I think Jarvis – I think that increases his value as well. So, Dude, I heard an interview today that pissed me off so bad. They were like – it was this woman reporting on the ga- – or on the locker room situation, the Browns, and she was like – she said, you know, there's always two sides of the story. And Baker's job and how this offense works is when he says hike, he already knows exactly where he's going to throw the ball based off of the play and the coverage. And his job is to throw it to that spot every time. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? That That, that is what the quarterback's job to do is to say hike and know where he's going to throw it right before the play started. Like, you're out of your damn mind. And also to yeah. not try to get your best guy the ball or look his way, you're – it was the most ignorant thing I've ever heard. But. Neither here nor there. Maybe he'll get love at his next place. He's about to, um, he to get released, right? Which means I mean, somebody up. Like, why'd they not trade him? Why'd they not get anything for him? Now there's going to be dead cat, but who knows? Um, all right. We'll let Chaz kick off this one. Raiders, Giants, 46 and a half point total. Raiders by three. The Raiders have a new number one wide receiver. Hunter Renfro, baby. I mean, he's been the dude all year, and now you give him that role. Yeah. And it's it's been rare because it seems that the games have not lined up to be on the main slate, but you can play Hunter Renfro and Beasley this week, and you're going to be in a good spot financially and statistically speaking. What do you mean that role? I mean, like, he what, what role are he you is the dude on that squad, and then you lose the technical number one receiver. Like – yeah, I mean, all, all that can do is increase Hunter Renfro's value is what I'm saying. Really? Obviously, I don't, I don't think in, so. Well, I mean, he's chalky as could be. Like, he's like, uh, isn't yeah, he like number one receiver? Yeah. Which, that part, I mean, usually you get him in a much lower ownership, so I like it that much more. But, I mean, I'm always on the Renfro train. If he's going to be that chalky, like, I'll plug him in at cash for sure. Wow. I mean, it, it hurts that, you know, playing him that heavy in tournaments because of ownership, but. No, I get what you're saying. I think if you really want to put a gun in my head and tell him you're playing him in cash, I would be like, all right, that's cool. It's like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's so bad. Uh, I really like Darren Waller right there. Um, if you want to tell me. I don't think it's one-to-one when the guy misses, um, especially with wide receivers. Like a, It's not like a backup running back and a starting running back. Um, I really like Darren Waller right there. Like, what is he, 6'2"? He's kind of one of them decision points on the slate if you want to play somebody. Um, because I'm not sure if you're playing Kelsey. Um, really, the guys I'm interested in besides Waller is um, actually Josh Jacobs. He's coming in somewhat. Uh, he'll be lower. I mean, he's still somewhat chalky, but he'll be, I don't know, I was thinking like fifth or sixth or seventh. Um, I like him at that spot. I mean, if you wow. want to take a dart throw, go Brian Edwards right there. But Edwards is a stud. He just, I think he was overshadowed with, obvious, I mean. And, I mean, the production's not there. So you can't really say that's why. It's just like we're just speculating because that's yeah. all we're doing right now. Um, but, I mean, especially in this spot with Hunter Renfro. Take the guy the that's uh, not owned is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I like that, especially because Renfro's projected so high. I mean, as far as ownership goes. And like you mentioned with Josh Jacobs, he's too cheap to be able to put up what he's capable of doing. I mean, it's not like he's his bad games are it's 15, 15, 16, 10. Like, I, I like Josh Jacobs more than anybody on that side due to ownership of Renfro. But, yeah, I like Jacobs a lot. Yeah, I like um, 
this game a decent amount. It's um, projecting for the second most plays on the slate too. Um, so, so not only does it have a decent just you know game total, um, the number of plays they're projected to run is high. So I think um, some of the volume kind of helps li- lift these guys. Um, I've got a little bit of, just to just to maybe touch on the QBs is I probably have a little bit more interest in Daniel Jones. Uh, this week, just given given the rushing floor, um, and I think with him you can you can get away with just a single stack. Like I got and and maybe one run back, whether that's Waller, Renfro, or 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 Jacobs. I think some of that makes sense. Um, so I think both teams are going to try to play fast. Uh, both of them do lean pass. I think it's sixty forty on both. Uh, so I probably favor the pass game a little bit in this, but I I do like a little bit of Josh Jacobs. And honestly, I think uh, Devontae Booker. I mean. He's projecting pretty well at 5.9. He's not going to be owned, um, you know, at, at home. This this could be, um, you know, West Coast team coming. This could be a place where he finally falls into the end zone if if uh, New York can put something together. So uh, got a sneaky bit of interest. Maybe that's how I'll put it in this game. As I think I think we can be a little bit sneaky targeting this one where given the pace of play, this one has a, a potential to go over. Yeah, I mean- Go or you got something, Hunter? Oh, and I was gonna say Booker. I mean, he's in a spot to get twenty plus touches again with at five nine. I mean, what do we have any more update on the receivers? I mean, I know Galladay's out. I mean, obviously Barkley's out, but I mean, as far as receivers, is I know Tony got banged up with a thumb. Like Pettis got hurt something. It Slayton hasn't done anything. Is Shepard back? Like, what do we know? Shepard, Shepard is doubtful. Yeah, so it's. I think Kenny G's potentially coming back though, right? I hadn't seen that. I don't know. Um, I think he was limited. So I'm not sure if he's full back yet. Oh, I did just read a report. It says Hunter Renfro says his car doesn't even go 156 kilometers per hour. So um, that's interesting. Interesting point there. That's on brand, though. I feel like. Smart player. Smart player. (laughs) There is Tony if he plays. Hunter Renfro's in the metric system, boy. (laughs) His car didn't run on gas. Why is that good football player? <laughs> what uh, real quick before we move on or before okay, there he is. Booker. I mean, he's so he's down there a little bit ownership, probably tenth or so running back. So I yeah, I like that. I think there's too much question marks in the passing game, but all right. Anything else on this game before we kick it to the afternoon? All right, Nick's Chargers against my shitty fantasy football team, Eagles. Uh, over-unders at 50. Chargers are favored by a point and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think there's definitely some pieces to like here. Nick, let's start with your Chargers. Um, who's kind of – who are you looking to target on the L.A. this week? Um, well, I th- – you know, it's funny. It's because it's the same song every week. Um I, I'm surprised Austin Eckler was that high owned at seven nine. I mean, he's looking good. It's a lot of work in the pass it and running game. Um, but I think being the third highest running back, I thought it would um kind of stall some of his ownership, but I guess not. Um, I think any of these guys on that offense is still a good play if you want to go. I you at the end of the day, you gotta look at the ownership. Um 
I like Herbert. I like Eckler. I like Allen. And I like Jared Cook. Um, I don't understand why. Can somebody explain to me a little uh, why? Like, I've seen a lot of people play Jared Cook. I'm not sure he's coming in jockey, I guess, because um, tight ends are just so wasteland. But, I mean, I like all of that. Um, I like the whole offense. The Chargers really picked the guy, Mike Williams. I mean, pick the guy that you really want. Um, just check on the ownership. Just really depends on the build. Um, on the other side, I'm not really excited. I mean, Goddard's coming in. Um, kind of honed, and maybe you could get some suppressed ownership on Jalen Hurts after he shit the bed, had some bad variants last week. But, I mean, there's nobody that's really standing out that I haven't said before. Play Keenan Allen. Play Mike Williams. Play any of those guys. This is my uh, this is my I know better play of the week. Um, I think I'm I'm going to be very excited to uh, to jam Mike Williams in there. I think you've got Eckler projecting well. He's at seven nine. You've got Keenan projecting well. I'm skeptical of what his ceiling is nowadays. Um, and we've seen you know Mike will just be a touchdown monster early in the year and, um, you know, randomly in that Cleveland game. And I think it's just a matter of time before he gets, he gets back to that and back on track. And I'd rather be ahead of that. And, you know, when Mike Will's coming in with a 25 point team total at less than 2% owned with Eckler, Keenan Allen and Jared cook, uh, whoever catching ownership, I'd, I'd love to play him as the the lowest owned guy as, as he's potentially, you know, could be the number one in this offense any week. So he's kind of my, I know better where he doesn't project necessarily well, but um, from an ownership perspective, really like his upside at his ownership. Yeah. I wish I could understand like coaches decisions here. Like they look great early in the year and like the games they've looked good. Like Mike Wills just, balled out and then it's like how do you lose and he has two catches like that's just I don't I don't understand logic there with like certain coaches like I know Hunter mentioned stuff like that a lot but it's like what I, I don't understand that at all how your well, best flip, player all year you managed yeah. to get in the ball twice and the you flip lose? side of that argument is he just goes back to the Mike Williams he's been for the last three or four years and you know like where yeah you know, that that is that is his base is that and we've just seen him pop off you know three or four times this year, but his, you know, his normal state is what he's been the last three or four years. I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that take. I'm just, he's got these Sam Darnold numbers right now. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hunter, you, you interested on anyone on the Eagles? I know we really haven't touched on, on them. <laughs> there, there's not really anybody in this game who I'm excited to play necessarily. And I feel like I should be with a 50 point total and a tight spread, but besides Eckler, there's just there's just nothing here that's really popping to me. I, th I actually think both teams match up defensively pretty well with each other. I th actually think that that's that's how I feel about it. I like going Mike Williams there, especially at that price. Nobody's gonna play him. All right, Chargers and Eagles. Let's end on some fireworks. All right, next game, <laughs> Packers, Chiefs. Uh, big news of the week, Aaron Rodgers out, Devontae Adams back. We've got a 48-point total. 
Chiefs favored by a little over a touchdown. Y'all, this is a, a very interesting game for the late week hammer. Very, very interesting game. Take off with your Packers. Dude, I, I'm not going to say they don't miss a beat because clearly Rodgers has just insane chemistry with Adams. But the Chiefs, you couldn't ask for a better fucking matchup for a backup quarterback who has looked decent um, in the few, the few spots we have seen him. And, I mean, again, the Chiefs just – they can't hold anybody right now. And he's got his full weaponry back besides Tunyon. And I think that the Packers put up some points here. Um, I think Aaron Jones is actually a really, really solid play. I think Adams back is, again, like he's still the best receiver in the league. He's still going to get open against whoever the Chiefs try to guard him with. Um, and I think Jordan Love at, what is he, 4-3, 4-4. Four, four, four. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a quarterback that can scramble. And the – third highest total of the week who are supposed to be trailing like that's that's an awesome spot to be in for a quarterback at that price with the weapons around him so I think that I, I love the Packers I think I think they're all really strong plays this week yeah I'm more interested on the I mean the love side I don't I think it hurts Adams' value, obviously. Like, I'm scared. Just, I don't know what he's capable of doing. I th think Adams is pricey for not knowing that. But, I mean, like you said, the price on Jordan Love, that's hard not to play, right? I mean, what does he got to – I mean, surely he's – what do you think the floor is there? 12? Maybe. I, I'm not in the I mean, business like, of saying what does he need to get there. But I'm saying, like, either way, it's a 51-and-a-half point total. Like, he – it's implied that they're going to do something. And like you said, Hunter, if they're going to they're gonna score, like, I mean, he has to be involved somewhat. So, I mean, I, I like, yeah, I think it's – are you going to be overweight there? Or, like, what are you – I haven't decided how I'm going to play yet this week. I, I don't know if I'm going to do – I don't know if I'm going to do a 20 or if I'm just going to do a single again. I don't know yet. It's, a, it's an interesting week at QB where you've got – like, let me see. From basically – like, if you take Daniel Jones at 5.6, you've got Daniel Jones at 5.6, Taysom Hill at 5.5. Bridgewater at 5.3, Tyrod Taylor at 5, and, like, Jordan Love at 4.4. It's just, like, a weird, like, there's – I almost feel like most people are going to jam these top guys and these low guys, and some of these dudes in the middle are going to get lost, and maybe that informs what I do later. <laughs> but just looking at – it's just a weird slate of what you do at, at QB where you've got that. Um, I, I think – I don't know. I, I mean, from this game, I feel most confident in – um, probably Devontae and Tyreek getting there, but it's just hard to play them both together. Uh, I think Devontae is going to come in under 10% owned, so I might have a little bit more interest in him uh, this week just out of this game if I'm playing pieces. I don't think I'm going to game stack uh, this game by any means. Um, so I, I just I, I think the the Chiefs are too expensive, and then the Packers are too too variable. Um, so I'm probably looking to play this from from more of a one-off perspective. And I think that uh, it just looks like Devontae is going to come in unowned to me. So I don't know. I'm I'm probably leaning there, but I don't know. I'm just not really in love with 
what we've seen out of the Chiefs lately, and then the Packers coming in with a with a backup QB. I don't know, but for tournaments, maybe that's that uncertainty is a situation to lean into. Um, I'm just you know with a with a seven point favor at home. I'm wondering if this just like does Frank George Frank Gore uh, Jr. just get like take over this game towards the towards the end like he did last week. Um. Yeah. Whenever the they are been shitting. It's like I, I I wish the numbers would support this because they don't. They support my opposite. But anytime the Chiefs coming in their own, under own, you'd like to be overweight. Um, nobody's gonna. Um, Tyreek Hill deserves to be the chalkiest wide receiver this week. He's seventy nine hundred coming off. How many targets did he have on Monday? 12, 14? That was a scheme thing. The Giants were like, hey, he can have six yards out all day. Um, he still could take up top off that thing. Nobody's going to play Kelsey, especially at 7K, and nobody wants to play Patrick Mahomes. Actually, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes is coming in high-owned. I'll have to look. I don't know. He's middle of the road for QBs. Uh, He's still pricey. Nobody going to play him. He looks bad. I'm going to bet on a talent and some positive regression. So whatever you guys want, those three, you can't get them all in there, and you can't run nobody back unless – you just really go bottom of the barrel. But uh, if anything, I would be over. I'm just going to continue to be bullish on the uh, Chiefs every single every single week. Did, did the Chiefs' ownership drop because Rodgers was out, or was that where they were at all along? It would have been uh, – I don't know. Ownership really didn't come out until yesterday or last night, so it was probably already baked in. Because that's because that's interesting to me. If the Chiefs did drop because Rodgers is out, I don't think those two go hand in hand. And so See, their defense is the so were, bad. I didn't realize the Chiefs were that low. I'm with you, Nick. Like, oh man, I don't know. I didn't. Realize I, I, I wouldn't say the Chiefs are that low. Like, I mean, Tyreek. Tyreek is gonna. Uh, Tyreek yeah, is sorta. gonna be chalk. He he needs to be. Yeah, I mean, Tyreek will be chalk. McCall Hardman's gonna be chalky. Kelsey. Actually, I think it's the one coming in unowned or low owned, at least on what I'm seeing. Um, <laughs> so I'm saying, if you guys want some recency Monday night bias, man, Mahomes and Kelsey look so bad. But that's been like oh. one of the be- best connections in the league, and it's like that's got they've got to figure that out. Like I heard on one thing today is like, is Kelsey getting old? It's like uh, he didn't get old he in old. three weeks. Yeah, but it's like he didn't just fall off and like. A few weeks. I mean, he started out hot. He, they'll figure it out. So Mahomes, Kelsey, Adams for all the money. I don't like. I, I'm not mad at the Adams play, but I'm not. I'm uh, too much there for. I, I want to see a game first, but well, hopefully we don't have to see one. But I am. I would say I'm a little less optimistic on him just because the Rogers connection. I just don't know if Jordan Love has that. Yeah, that's what and I'm. Kim, like I really do think like chemistry is a real thing. Yeah. And being the top price receiver, I don't, I don't, I'm not good with Adams. I don't play him a lot. I'm not I would prefer Tyree Kill right there. Yeah, I'm with you there. You want to take a bet on it, Nick? Um, yeah. What do you think? Uh, Ty- Devonte versus Tyreek points. Just even. Uh, soften it up for me. You feeling real? We could do even. We could do an even money bet, but I, I want like. Um, I do maybe like a plus. Let's see. I'll give you two. How, and many, a half. how many? How many months apart are we? Two and a half or six and a half? No, we're not more than that. 
two and a half. Uh, uh, fuck, I can't do that math. You know, I'll what are they you... projected? No, I'll, I'll do straight up. I'll straight up, straight up Devontae versus Tyreek. I'll take it. I'll just take even money. Screw it. All right, that's fair. I mean, it's it's, it's a coin flip. They're projected the same. Love that action. Only find that here week 10. I fantasize daily. Last game of the slate. Cardinals. 49ers. 46 point total. 49ers favored by one and a half. Kyler questionable, but fully expected to play. A.J. Green is out due to COVID-19. One of his other fellow teammates catch it leading up to the game. We will find out. Let's start with the 49ers. Who wants them? Ben, I tell you what. Go ahead. No, I'll probably get to say the same thing as Chaz, I bet. Um, I had a lot of Brandon Ayuk last year. Um, I played him a lot. He made me a lot of money. Um, so to say this, I'm coming fully around because I was very opposite of it. Debo Samuel having that high of a target share and that high of an A dot, it's like 18. 18.8 and like a 34% target share. That's like unheard of to like have that big of an A dot and that large of a percentage. I'm all in again at this point. I'm convinced y'all I'm on the team now. He's super, he's super uh, expensive. Was it like seven, four, seven, five? Seven, I don't know eight. Yeah. I don't know what he's projected at. I mean, ownership, but if you want to play him, I think he's fine. I will say Kittle it's coming back and I love it. Especially he's going to be dirt-ass cheap. But if you want to play Samuel as well, I wouldn't be mad at that. And that's really about it. Y'all can decide on the Cardinals because I can't. I'm never good at picking that team, and I'm okay with it. Debo's about to eat. <laughs> Debo outscores Devontae as well. I, you can have that one, Connor. Don't, <laughs> no, I'm good. I, just, I, I played Debo last week. I've been I've hit Debo. Yeah. It, it's actually probably a, fair, probably a fair bet, actually. Probably straight up. Yeah, I mean – Debo's one of those guys that I've hit on. Devontae's not. And I played Debo last week in cash and a lot of tournaments, and he he got there for sure. Um, and I don't see a reason for him not to now. I mean, the game's a pick em, but it's – I mean, Debo's the guy. Like, run after, after contact. Like, dude's just – dude's a monster. And I think that – I mean, there's no reason. He's one of those guys kind of – I mean, he's going to continue to do it. I'm, I'm cool to ride that train until I have a reason not to. Yeah, I mean, Debo reminds me of his his boy across the field here, uh, uh, D-Hop. I mean, he's going to be like one of these dudes who's just got like break the slate ability with like one of us at QB. Um, so, I mean, the dude, <laughs> the dude's talent is, is I think, somewhat undeniable at this point. Um, yeah, I like him. I mean, he projects well. He's going to be owned. I mean, he's no secret. Uh, I think his salary is going to keep him in check from being being something crazy. Um so yeah, I've I've got him coming in at like like mid teens. Uh, I think he's the premier play, probably on the on the 49ers. Um, another guy I'm going to have some interest in from their side is going to be Eli Mitchell. I think he's he's taking control of that backfield, um, and he's going to be at you know at home, um, decently priced at 5.8. So I think he's going to be a, an okay value. He's not going to be great, um, but he should have some upside in this game where, you know, I don't, I don't think Jimmy G in the red zone is going to be uh, too big of a threat. And then, and then I don't think their receivers really are too big of a threat in the red zone. So I like him to, you know, have some upside on, on, on a couple touchdown games. So, 
yeah, if we're talking 49ers, I think it's it's probably those two. Um, and then I know y'all mentioned you don't really love anyone on the other side. I mean, I think some of that's going to be contingent on Kyler's health and how they want to run that. But, you know, Rondell at 4.2 with, uh, you know, game script of them being behind, I don't hate. And some Edmonds. I always, always like Edmonds. I've been heavy on him all year, and I think he's in another good spot. Fuck James Conner. Um, Edmonds is a dude, and I can, I still like him. And I mean, I like Edmonds regardless of the Kyler news. Honestly, like I don't, I don't think that that changes much for me. I mean, if he's Kyler's out, I think that he'll get more usage. If he's in, then I think it, he continues to do what he's done, and I like Edmonds. Yeah, Connor, you mentioned pace. Is this? What what is this game doing pace wise? It'll probably have the uh, third, second or third most most plays run. See, I like. Um, I think I think this game's got some good pieces. Yeah, I think that's sort of dependent on Kyler's health, but yeah, as it stands, should be probably top three in, in plays run. Didn't the Cardinals have a bye, or, or am I tripping? No, I think they played on a. They had a. They played that Thursday night game against okay, the Packers. So, so they've, they've had, had a week a and day. a half. They've had a week yeah, and a half. Ten day. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I mean, Kyler, I think he was – I don't think he practiced today, but I, QBs, it's hard to read into, especially like franchise guys like that. So, they said they're expecting them to play. You know, we'll see. What, what is it? What is it? A, a shoulder, ankle, a hip? Yeah, I think it was an ankle. An ankle. It's lower body for sure. He had, I mean, he's been moving in the pocket, but he hadn't been running as much. So I don't even know. I mean, the O line's just terrible, is what it is right now. Yeah. Um, it's it's less his skill and more his 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 need to run. No. Yeah, he's got that fight or flight. So, and I like this game as a just kind of a late afternoon hammer. I mean, you've got some guys that really have some ceilings here. Um, I don't know on a slate where I feel like. Like, to me, from a flex perspective, there's – I don't know. There, there just didn't seem to be a ton of, like, screaming upside this slate just from, you know, ownership, price, game environment all, all kind of baked in. So, um, I kind of like – I don't know. I kind of like this later one just, just to maybe somewhat fly under the radar a little bit uh, with some of these pieces. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. All right, y'all. Let's let's quickly go best plays. We'll go position by position. Again, doesn't have to be pricing wise. Doesn't have to be anything. Just why is it your guy this week? And I'm struggling with two lower guys, but based off of the savings and what I believe to be pretty similar upside, I am going to go with Jordan Love at four four. At quarterback. I'm going to go with uh, Tua. I, I don't know who's – I haven't had a, a official confirmation of who's starting in the um, Saints game. But if Taysom Hill is starting, I'm going with Taysom. Um, but since I don't have word, I'm just going to go with uh, Josh Allen against the Jacks. I think that was going to be mine. Um, so I'm gonna cheat then and give two. I like Dak and Lamar. Lamar naked, Dak. Uh, Dak. Okay. 
I can give two. I can give two when you take mine. <laughs> when you take the guy. So I get, I can uh, sort by ownership too, too, man. Hey, if y'all are getting two, I'm hedging and getting one more too. I want Bridgewater. It's <laughs> my husband. Let's yeah. say it. Dude, I've, I've got Dak. I've got Dak at two percent. Oh man, fuck out of here. Oh shit. Now we're damn it. Now we're banned on whatever we're on. No, I think we're okay. All right, on to running back. Um, I will again kick us off here. I like Nick Chubb at six seven. I think he is going to be. Really strong play this week. I'm going to take Booker. Christian McCaffrey. I'll go um, – since I since I mentioned him, I'll go Joe Mixon. All right. Oh, gee, Wide receiver party. for me, Hollywood motherfucking Brown. I'm a good. I mean, this is easy one, but I'm just gonna go Devo. I'll double down and go Devonte. <laughs> um, y'all actually. Uh, I'm glad y'all have talked. You talked, but or you reminded me of this one. I like uh, Jerry Judy there five k. Yeah, I like that one. Judy. Jerry Judes. All right, on to tight end. If y'all are ready, to take off. We all just do the chalks. So I don't have to. Give me Dan Arnold again. Well, if I like Judy, I can't go with Kugabune. So y'all gotta. Yeah, I. I don't know. How do we want to do it? Do we want to do it? Um... Give me Dan Waller. Okay. Tight end for Boom. me is going to be the last piece of the puzzle. Yeah, so I don't. Like, I, I don't know. I think that yeah. I, I like folks at at high, medium, medium high, medium low, low, and so it's going to be the last piece, and I'll figure it out. Just take a second, there, bro. That, that's like, who I want to say. That's who yeah, I, I like. Say. It's called a. I, I, I just, don't think Albert knows the play. He, he's way too high in ownership, and it's like there's nothing guaranteed there. I don't. I don't like Albert. I think that's that's a bad play. I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad play. It's I'm not going to have any of that. <laughs> Give me none. Who are you gonna have? I don't know yet. I mean, I'd rather have. You can't say I'm not like gonna you. play these player. You gotta like yeah. pick one. You're gonna. Well, I mean, I'd, rather, I'd I would feel more comfortable having 100 Dan Arnold over Alberto. Like it's not like Fant wasn't just balling the last several weeks, and it's like Alberto doesn't just okay. So the backup tight end comes in, so now he's just gonna put up. Yeah, true. Two touchdowns. Like I'll take. Um, I'll take. I'll take Dallas Goddard this week. I like that. All right, I got a, I got a question. Because I'm. You want your towards... defense that scores twenty points, like I gave you last week with the Eagles. Oh boy! Giving, I keep giving y'all. I'm on a heater right now. I'm at the Giants at fifteen. The the Eagles at like twenty. We'll give you it that to one us this again. Week? This week, that defense will be the Raiders at two point nine against the Giants. The Raiders against DJ. The Raiders. Yeah. Just to hate on y'all. And all your takes. Give me that Kansas City defense, two point yeah. three, baby. Bottom of the barrel, Jordan loves. So yeah, crazy. but see, see, mine. The the criteria I give them on is they can't be a chalky defense. So I've given the Giants and the Eagles, which were both under ten percent owned, I think. 
every lineup I've made, I've had Kansas City in there. So, I mean. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's the best play. I'm just giving you, like, since defense is so yeah. random. That is one place I struggle with, though. Like I said, I mean, it's huge. If you can pull out a 15 out of a defense, like, that's huge. It's like, I just, I never picked it. I'm always that guy that's just like, all right, I'll play the bottom two or three, like, punt it, who cares? But it's like, I always lose a big tournament to 15 plus. And it's like, well, maybe one day I'll figure it out. I think the Saints against Atlanta at 3 7. That's a good play. Have fun getting there. All right, um, guys, I'm about to go. I think I'm about to go Chubb, Higgins, Landry, single entry. No quarterback. Stack it up. See you at the top. Jordan Love stack. Yeah, Jordan Love and Albert O with Chubb, <laughs> Landry, and uh, Higgins. I might just start making a try to make a point of uh, winning a tournament with like two thousand left on the table. Yeah, or wouldn't that be a flex? <laughs> you should win something with like the, a forty-seven nine lineup, two hundred ten <laughs> points one week. But what'd you from. do, bro? I just played the best plays. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yep. All right. Any final closing thoughts before we we get out of here for week? I think Nick said it was 10, nine. Nine. Next slate. Yeah. Week. Next slate, baby. Yeah. If you get, hey, if you don't like what you hear this week, tune in for next week. We've been hot the past two, so we'll keep it rolling. Damn it, Pittman. All right. There it is, y'all. May your screens be green. We'll catch y'all next time. I like smoking weed. I like getting fly. I like having sex. I like girls who ride. I like my cold food. I like turning on. I like brand new shit, so this is what I love. I like that money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Money, baby. Money, baby, money, baby. Yeah, that is shit I like. Yeah. Whoa.